Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Hooked. And if you heard that, that's the theme song. Yeah, it's the rare sung theme song with lyrics. Yeah. By Dom. That whole thing's actually a cappella and multi-tracked by Dom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they do it live every time. Uh, I'm, I'm an amazing <laughs> audio engineer. Hire me. If you are joining us for the first time, what we do I'm here sorry. is we create hooks for your role-playing games. Uh, I'm your host, Zane C. Weber, here with uh, a cappella sensationalist. It's Dom. Your foil. And non acapella sensationalist. Yep, resident hooker Tully Grimley. And it's problematic. <laughs> and making up the table. The real Brooke Riley. The real Brooke Riley. All Brooke Rileys we've had up until this point have, in fact, been fake. And we apologize for misleading you. They're, They're probably better than I am. <laughs> they couldn't be worse. So on this podcast, we take inspiration from a Magic the Gathering playing card and a random word, and we come up with some hooks for you to include in your role-playing game. We do that in the manner of a magic trick, and we each throw in a pledge, which is the seed of the idea, and then on the turn, we create something more tangible, something that could appear in your game or be used in your game. And finally, with Prestige, we explore the various ways that a dungeon master could use this hook to play with their party's heads and emotions. So, the card that we are taking inspiration from today is called The Temple of Epiphany by Adam Paquette, Paquette I would as- assume. And Adam it, Packet. Yeah, it looks like a nebula with some Grecian temples along a road made out of lightning. It's like Mount Olympus, but sci-fi fantasy. But in space. Whoa. Yeah, so I'm, I'm getting big, like, Marvel's Asgard yeah. vibe yeah. from it. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like, the Rainbow Bridge is now the Lightning Bridge sort of thing. Mm, that, sort of, that sort of vibe. And the word that we are taking inspiration from in conjunction with the card is momentum. So, who would like to... Um, actually, sorry, first. it's just, it's been Who a long time. <laughs> Where am I? It's been a long time <laughs> since uh, I've been in a room with real people. Ooh. And mm. so I, I did have a question for you all. Every is... time I pause, <laughs> I was waiting for someone to jump in. And I was like, oh, no, maybe this time. Nah. Maybe. Always, maybe. Be Always be prepared. So um, what is the worst NPC you've come across? 
there was this kid in the the D and D campaign that Zane and I just finished being in, and honestly, he he wasn't that he was the worst. It was just that he was a like a ten year old magic prodigy, and we all just fucking hated him. The DM honestly was just like, I don't understand what your problem is with John, and we were just like, he sucks. <laughs> um, so like we like, don't like John. John, oh, you cast fireball. You almost blew me up, you stupid little kid. And then like midway through the campaign, like we came back to find that like our fortress where we'd left him and a bunch of other people had been invaded and that like we found like the remains of a bunch of like exploded like fireballed monsters and everyone's like no I haven't seen John where's John and then after the campaign was over our DM was like yeah you know John was dead like we, we brought him up like I brought him up as a running joke every now and again it's like hey guys we should find John and he was like no John's been dead that whole time and we we're all just like oh okay <laughs> it was just like he was just it was just Will Wheaton's character and style in everything. <laughs> in everything, let's be honest. But like specifically DNG. Just like we all just latched onto hating this child with a God. passion. Uh everyone except my character, who took him on as a protege until she left the campaign and when she came back he was gone. Well also you weren't exactly actively like schooling him or no, anything. No. You, know, you left him at the keep. But uh but you know, he was a he was a fun kid. Honestly, for me, it was a character that uh, my DM should never have put in the game because they were not prepared and this character existed just so that when we went to this certain place there was someone there to talk to mm. but because the not prepared is just a uh, no oh can I t- ask them about their business and they're like oh I run a business <laughs> I was like, oh, can I sneak around their house to see the exact scope of their business? No, I run a business. Uh, No, they're actually not going to let you out of their sites. So you can go in, you can talk to them and hear the word no and then be walked out again. Like, okay, can I attack the butler? And they're like, oh, well, the butler's actually looks like he's really well armed and there are guards everywhere. I'm like, oh. Okay, so I'm going to wait until I walk away from the house and then I'm going to attack one of the guards. And I was like, well, the guards actually, what do you want to get? Like, there's no real weapons. They just kind of got their fists. I'm like, well, why am I scared? Why am I scared of the guards? Yeah, so it was just kind of a a way for the DM to waste a a lot of my time Mm. so that that when their, their story led us to that place, something was there. Uh, <laughs> I also, like when you started that, I, like if that was me, I would have just improved the whole thing about how the the, the lord of that house is a, was two kids in a trench coat, and it would, <laughs> it would go from there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I, I run I'm a, a business. <laughs> we sell products, yeah, for money, exchange the goods. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get too specific in case for some reason the DM, the DM is, is listening. Is listening. No I don't want to call them out on it. Uh, <laughs> but Tully. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, worst NPC, Hitler. You played a game with Hitler yep, in it? we played a game with Hitler in it. Um, oh, my God, I forgot you did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Technically still playing. Um, this is a campaign set in the 60s where everything was the same except instead of guns, there was magic. So John Lennon got taken out by a fireball. And it was like this very cool sort of 60s vibe. But then Hitler's there. And now we're in Spain in the 1800s. If John Lennon got taken out by a fire... No, sorry, sorry. sorry. If John Lennon got taken out by a fireball, how did Yoko survive? She was right there. <laughs> I don't know. It, I just your, show up. Did I Yoko just show up. I just, up? I just Akira slide on in. 
Did Yoko set John up? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't looked at the lore enough. Mm. Again, Hitler was the bit that I thought we'd be ruminating on here. See, we knew that Yoko was a rogue and uh, used evasion uh, to yeah, half the damage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or no, actually, no. Yoko's such a monk and like doesn't <laughs> take damage yeah. from dexterity, failed dexterity, unsuccessful. Mm. Also, like, yeah, that's the worst. Also, it's yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's the worst bit that the bits have done yet. <laughs> Also, that's the third time Hitler's come up for me today. I don't understand it. <laughs> An episode of a podcast I downloaded today, it was called Mr. Hitler. Um, I, He's everywhere. I don't remember why, but I'm waiting for it to turn out. It's because it's a reference to a, a bit that the, the Dudesons did, I think it was. And, anyway, yeah. uh, and then like I saw a, a Facebook article that apparently Hitler's pet alligator died or something. I don't fucking... And what about you, We're not Tully? living in the real world anymore. Um, for me, it's, a, it's an NPC that I love to hate, um, which is... Patience, the the innkeep at a town we just visited. Patience was very clingy. Patience has not uh, has not seen many people around lately, <laughs> and he really wanted to talk to us. Refused to serve us breakfast unless we agreed to sit down with him and eat. Was seemed to be the only tavern in this bloody town, uh, and so our rogue decided to ruin his life by uh, accident by. Uh, Asking him to draw some cards from a deck of many things, completely that works. <laughs> completely ruined his life, um, and the response to "Oh, how do we find you?" is, "You can just follow my whales." Um, wow, this guy has whales. That's cool, man. He's like, a, is he? A, yeah, he's actually a zookeeper. Yeah. Wow. Um, Okay, so do we feel like we've sufficiently got to know each other? No. For now. Okay, all right. So let's get on to inspiration from the Temple of Epiphany and the word Momentum. Who would like to pledge first? I've got a pledge. All right, <gasps> let's start with Tully. There is a legend in this town, in this area. It's a, a, a legend that uh, great athletes aspire to, and that's that if you are truly at the peak of physical fitness. If you are the person that can move the fastest, jump the highest, fight the hardest, that you can one day earn your way into the great palace in the sky. Now, this is just a a belief, of course. Nobody really would believe that there's a palace up in the sky. Nobody really believes that. But it is a good story. And it's a good way to keep the young ones motivated to train, to practice. That is, of course, until receive a visitor wait just a visitor a visitor from the great palace in the sky sorry I thought ah, that was implied yes. I, thought, I thought we were you need to really the te- I really <laughs> need to be incredibly yeah. obvious ah <laughs> uh, yes so okay so we get a visitor from the palace in the sky finding out that this legend is in fact not so much a f- fantasy less less legend and more lore I see okay so we have one pledge I've Let's got go something. Okay. If I don't know. It's not much yet. It's like a pleur so far. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a magic item and it is a light bulb. Okay. Um, and if you carry this light bulb on you and you happen to you know, have an epiphany, uh, light bulb sparks up. You know that bit. You know how it's like, oh, character, yeah. a character in the cartoon realizes something in a light bulb moment? Basically that. Uh, and when you have this epiphany, light bulb sparks and this uh, electric bridge forms. And uh, up into the heavens, uh, well, specifically up until the, the Temple of Epiphany. And uh, you have congratulations, you epiphanied good enough to get to the temple. You epiphanied good enough <laughs> to get to the temple. Yep. Uh, so this light bulb yep. 
Don't know why you're asking off. questions. Seems pretty self-explanatory. No, no, no. I just want to. So, <laughs> so you, you have a light bulb. It's yep. an item. Magic item. And when you epiphany in the right way, <laughs> yep. you, you, you you spawn uh, a, a road, a stairway yep. up to have the temple of temple. epiphany. Yes, yep. you have. Congratulations, you've succeeded. You had the good thoughts. Okay, your winner. I like the implications of this. <laughs> I want to know where this item came from. Me too. And where, <laughs> what is in the temple that you need an epiphany to get there. I'm very interested in where this is going. Thank you for the subtle suggestion of things I need to think about for this to be good. <laughs> I appreciate it. That is what I am here for. <laughs> uh, just to make... I thought you were here to press record. I am here to press record press as record well as to read out things. the uh, common non-derivatives no, 4.0 international... Uh, and, and also to be forced against my will to get to know you, monsters. <laughs> also ge- and, but mostly to gently guide Brooke back to the purpose of this fucking show. <laughs> uh, Dom, what is what is the pledge that you have? So the party meets... Uh, they're, they're in a city or in the plains or in a dungeon somewhere. What the, It doesn't matter. What matters is they bump... One of the party bumps into a strange man. Just like shoulder checks him accidentally. And it's like... Maybe they apologise, maybe they don't. It doesn't matter because the old man has this strange look in his eye mm. and he's just like, he leans in close and he says, don't forget about me now. And then he just like, and he's just like, oh, so what's, that, what's that guy still? And then when they look away, he's gone. Okay. Is, so they're in like a, a crowded town. They're anywhere. It doesn't matter where they are. But it's not just like a random guy walking down. No, you're sure. They're in, a, they're in a street, yeah. 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 Um, but then that's not the whole pledge because then oh, like... Not long after, like they made, they're walking down some stairs, they're they're stepping off a ledge or something. Someone looks back over the shoulder at the party member who goes greeted that by that guy, and they go, hey, "You know you're floating." <gasps> I wish I got shoulder checked by that guy. Do you? <laughs> okay, so we have mysterious floating, we have light bulb of epiphany, and we have strange visitor. Let's go back to the strange visitor. What are we turning this into? Uh, well, this is our law. Um, although it, that the law is more the creative constraint that, that formed the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this visitor that comes down from the heavens and proclaims that uh, you have gone soft, all of you. <laughs> we have not had a new champion in centuries. And if you can dodge a wrench, you can, <laughs> you can dodge, dodge a ball. ball. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that I finished that. I wish I hadn't participated. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can dodge a setup, you can <laughs> dodge a ball. <laughs> As per usual, Dom is the funniest person on this podcast. Um, I'm not a person, really. I'm just kind of a concept. Yeah, abstract. funniest concept. <laughs> abstract at best. Just a pun- two punch ru- punchlines in a trench coat. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, so we have not had a new champion in centuries. Now, if you can't. Reach, the, if you can't reach perfection like we have, then we'll be forced to forsake you. Uh, well, uh, as it turns out, this town has been receiving gifts from the gods for many years. They just thought their lands were bountiful. They thought that trade was good. But as it turns out, these are gifts they were given for being simply the best. <laughs> sorry, we can't clear that. Uh, and we're so, doing a lot of singing tonight. I'm sorry. No, don't be, don't apologize. Never apologize for your voice. It's beautiful. Archipelago legend, Dom. <laughs> so what you're saying 
is this is the origin story of Fantasy Olympics. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's where we're setting up to. <laughs> um, are you? Well, what are you? What are you calling? Are we naming the hero? Are we naming where he's come from? Are we naming like the the, I mean, the area? The Herald of Champions, I think. Okay. Yep. Um, and can I just ask, who is he? Who is this stranger in relation to all the champions that have gone before and the gods? Is he like the first one? Is he like the son He's of the god? Is he the last one? <sighs> okay, because well, actually, I'll, I'll I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Sure. Okay, so we have the Herald of Champions. Let's go back to Brooke. I've got the name first up. It's going to be Zeus Machine Broke. Zeus Machine Broke. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what happened is hasn't been any storms in a while. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert: Zeus. He's not doing so good. Okay. That old lightning man in the sky, he's struggling at the moment. Uh, and his apprentice is not smart enough to help him. He just cannot for the life and figure out what's going wrong with Zeus. So what he does instead is he makes this magic light bulb and puts it down onto Earth with the mortals to find the smartest person, the brightest mind, to come up to the Temple of Epiphany I see. to heal Zeus back up. But instead he got... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But you. Yep. So I feel like, so if we if we are playing Dungeons & Dragons 5e, mm-hmm. Maybe you have this light bulb and it'll just go off as soon as someone rolls over a 20 in like an yep. intelligence yeah. check. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, it's. I think maybe the apprentice, given that the apprentice couldn't fix Zeus, they probably did make a magic item very good. Yeah. Um, so it's probably <laughs> not particularly useful. Your party just happened to be upon it because you were around when it fell out of the sky. Um, and as soon as someone does something like mildly competent, uh, it goes bing bong. So it takes a while. It takes a very long time. You'll do. Yeah. <laughs> the standards just get so lower and lower. Said the king of the gods. It's my partner in relationships. Just like, oh, bing bong, dom. Yeah, <laughs> you have earned the title. Adequate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be adequate? Um, so you can uh, head on up the little, little lightning bridge. Don't get electrocuted. And uh, see if you can fix Zeus, I guess. Put your rubber boots on first. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So what was the name again? Zook. Zeus Machine Broke. Zeus Machine Broke. Uh, and you have been summoned because of your adequate abilities yep. to help fix the King of Gods. Fix Zeus. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I look forward to where we take that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go back to Dom. So as soon as the party points out to this party member that they are floating, they, they look down at their feet and then drop to the ground. It's like, what was that? It's just like, that was strange. What's going on? Someone needs to detect magic probably, and mm-hmm. it's just like, there is. I just stole this like a curse or a hex. Uh, it really depends on what it's doing. So probably transmutation? Public school. Let's say transmutation. Um, there's, but there is ma- there there a curse has been put on them, a powerful curse, and uh, like they're not going to be able to dispel this curse. Um, like 
like ignore the remove curse exists. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think that through. Um, <laughs> but basically, like no, there doesn't seem to be an effect anymore. Like that's it. It's just like, all right, they keep going, and then uh, they you know they travel for the rest of the day, and then they stop to they stop to rest and uh, have and eat and sleep. And the party member who is cursed realizes that they weren't hungry or tired until it was pointed out. It went until it was like it's time to camp. It's like oh right, I need to eat and sleep. And so basically. The matters, all matters related to their body and the physics of their body, now actively have to, they have to think about it for it to work. Oh no! <laughs> so and like it is slightly like re- in referential to what in in the fourth Hitchhiker's book, I think it's the fourth. Oh, uh, how to fly? Where, yeah, no, it actually I think it comes the first in the th- in the third book, where it's just like how to fly is you trip and forget to land. There's a bit of a... There's a bit you simply of, have to throw yourself at the ground. And miss. And miss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so that's... That's exactly how I fly in my dreams. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except it's terrifying when I do it in my dreams. <laughs> but yeah, basically, like, the, the party member that has this curse, uh, they can they they can walk 100 miles so long as they never think, I should stop and rest, and they won't ever become exhausted. Uh, but as time... Never mind. That's the that's the second part. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are we calling? What are we naming? Walking in the air. Walking in the air. Okay. So we have walking in the air. We have Zeus machine broke, and we have uh, the Herald of Champions. The Herald of Champions. Okay. Let's prestige the Herald of Champions. Well, of course you have this champion come down from the heavens to ask for more. So. Obviously, you have to bring them more champions. And whether that's by training the citizens of the lands or whether it's by performing great feats yourself. If you perform the great feats and you are you achieve physical perfection through whatever means, does that mean you have to leave? It does. Yeah, that's, it means that, that, that you that, were that, sent. I can attest, yeah, once I achieve <laughs> physical perfection, <laughs> kick me right out. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, you, well, whoever uh, achieves physical perfection whoever ascends becomes the new champion finally it's our herald's chance to ascend and to leave this plane and you are left to recruit yet more champions you are left in charge of bestowing the gifts upon the land i see you are the new custodian oh now i have to work because i achieve physical perfection oh my god is well, it your worth work it? is, is it never worth over <laughs> and so from a sort of story per perspective if you ascend before you send up other people, then before you're free of this sort of burden of being the last champion, yeah. you will have to train more people. Um, and you, sure, you can choose to. You've got. In, I would assume you would get a boon to your ath- athletics or to something along those lines. Some like yeah. some physical boon, but also you have a responsibility to this land that you could forsake. But you'll have a lot of people angry with you. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I mean, that that's it's a, it's a good way to kind of establish the mythology of the world as well, um, because you are kind of talking about the gods interacting directly with the community, um, and then and in, in interlacing. Uh, it would be interesting to see, like, how how would you run like training people to achieve physical perfection? Like, over what period of time does someone have to do that? And is it is it a particular feat that must be achieved or what? Yeah. Or is it just the best that is available? So you, you have an Olympic games and the best athlete is just declared the champion. Yeah. And that's where I feel like 
this is very much going to be more of a if 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 I were to include this, um, which I'm not ruling out, um, I think it would be the ch- the la- the champion who is the last champion in is in charge of choosing the next. Yeah, uh, and so they get to set the bar, but if they set it too low, perhaps they set everyone else up for disappointment. Perhaps Same. they start to collapse. <laughs> Fair. Okay, well, let us leave the Herald of Champions and head back to Zeus Machine Broke. Zeus Machine did break. Sounds like, a, like a, an Eastern European like chess champion or something. <laughs> oh, yes, Zeus Machine Broke. <laughs> Excellent play, yes. Um, I'll be honest, I don't really know what happens from here, so I'm just going to wing it. Um, I think that your party uh, ascends the electric stairs, because why mm-hmm. wouldn't they? That's so Dope. cool. Um, and uh, I don't think Zeus would make it particularly easy to traverse his Temple of Epiphany. Um, I would say it's probably a dungeon. Don't know what's in there, but it is one. Um, just every round. <laughs> Take six lightning damage. Yeah. You're a, yeah, you, this, you have to walk really quietly like so the floor doesn't electrocute you. Adventure. Just with yeah. every step roll a d4, that's your, yep. your lightning damage. Honestly, I love the idea of this as a like Zeus has lost his mojo. Yeah, I think that's what it would be. <laughs> like, I, I think Zeus is just like, I just don't feel it anymore. Yeah, you <laughs> like, get up there and Zeus all the lightning's the same. In a bathrobe. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and so you have you have to find like the perfect partner for Zeus. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's you just kind of got to get Zeus excited again, get him it's horny a, for some lightning. You've got to inspire game. him. Yeah, <laughs> hence epiphanies. Um, and I guess however you do that is up to you. Uh, and I think there would be again some sort of boon, some sort of like cool. Maybe you get cool lightning powers, or maybe you get to keep the light bulb and you just like have Zeus on tap when you need it. You can just like. You just have Zeus to. You just like. Have. I really need Zeus right now. Quick, give me a good idea, uh, and you just like try really I hard mean, to do something. I cool. reckon a great boon for that is a polymorph on demand. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yes. Just, I just think that Zeus on tap is Zeus Machine Broke's bit of rival. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I think that's really again a really way, fun way of interacting with the gods in like mm. a more. Slapstick sort of way. The only way I've ever done anything. <laughs> um, the gods must be crazy. Yeah, pretty much. It's just like the gods are weird, and they're still the gods. So you got to do what they say. Yeah. Um, and and kind of play into that and have some fun with that. Um, referentially. Uh, okay. Let's go back to walking on air. Walking in the air. Walking in the air. Yes, um, that's right. There we go. Yeah. So it, it. So thus far, it's kind of been a weird kind of conceptually difficult uh, uh, quirk that this character has and it's just like party members might be like we should try to break this but it's not urgent um, and then one day uh, maybe while he's sleeping he's remembered I, I, I remember what sleep is so I will sleep now um, the person who is on watch like notices that he's just drifting away Ooh. <laughs> just because he's in his sleep he's forgotten that mm. he's supposed to be attached to the ground uh, by the gravities so like like peg rocks at him until he wakes up and he's just like falls hopefully someone has a slow fall um but yeah from that point on it starts being yeah it starts being more of a problem like he uh he like swings swings a sword and forgets that it's supposed to hurt his enemy mm. so it doesn't like he just kind of reflexively just like Fuh! and just like what the hell just happened like he has to concentrate constantly for things to do what they're supposed to uh, at one point, he remembers that he has to eat, so he has to sit and concentrate on digestion for half an hour. Oh. Um, and so, basically, like this goes on for a while. And the, the the way that they need they need to track down this man, but they don't know how. And then eventually, 
like through maybe they can't maybe they go to a university or something like that what they need to do is they need to find a spell to give him amnesia so he forgets the man i see i wish i could forget men i mean also yeah the the uh the modify memory yeah. spell, perhaps. Yeah. Yes, they, 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 I would think that this would be a a, a, a lower level, um, a lower level campaign mm. setting, so that they don't have as many spells to counteract this stuff, and also, yeah, so they don't have modify memory yeah. or remove yeah. curse. Um, and also, I like, I, I also would like, I would personally like to, like to forget Portugal the man because yes. that's, a, that's a dumb fucking name for a band. <laughs> um, I have a question. Hi, um, you there in the in the headphones? Hi. <laughs> yes. Hi. Um, so I'm I'm from the Times. Uh, Fuck off then. <laughs> Andrew, you've had enough great questions. <laughs> it's Catherine's turn. Um, what happens... Do you ever remember to wake up? That, like, I think that that, 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 that has become an issue. Like, like, I think that the longer you leave it, there was, a, there was a thing I was wondering, like, if they like if they remember the blink, they blink, and they briefly forget to continue the existing on yep. this plane of existence. Mm. And it takes a lot of concentration oh, to be like to concentrate on stopping to bleed like yeah like exactly it's just like you just like close your eyes and you're not perceiving the world around you and then it's like you have to really struggle to re-materialize again that sort of thing like accidentally give them the blink spell yeah like that sort of thing i think that you like as as time goes on and you know f- like leave it up to the you know, dm's discretion of how mm. long this period of time is like they become the party member becomes increasingly like only existing because they are observing themselves to a degree. Yeah, I think honestly, I think it's um, this would be a real, also a really good uh, kind of burden to give to someone that the party has to escort yeah, as well. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, Although, oh god, that's annoying. Escorts are already bad enough. <laughs> well, but yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, so, so or maybe like they have I, a vested interest in this person. Yeah, I do think that that loses something when it's not someone having to role play that all that sort of thing. Um, like if it's just like, oh yeah, this this person he forgot to he forgot to breathe yeah. for a while again, but now he remembers he has to breathe, and everyone's like, oh okay. And that, but that's and that was kind of my my uh, follow up was that like if you have a party that isn't particularly good at role playing disadvantages, then give it to someone where you are role-playing the disadvantages and they have to deal with it still. Okay. Um, And, and yeah, again, doing these things so that, like, yeah, you left them on watch and they forgot that they had to be stuck to the ground and they flew off and now they're up in a tree somewhere and you have to find them. That sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, like they... like And I... Stuff like maybe you, maybe the party's like we can take this to an advantage. So they put them on a blindfold, push them for a while, <laughs> and they walk through a wall because they didn't know there was a wall there. Yeah, yeah. Speedrun strats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So what we got to do here? We just we hop in this corner for a bit with our eyes closed, and there we are. We're in the vault. <laughs> now that cuts off. Uh, then cuts off several minutes actually on the usual strats. Yeah, but this is um, this is, I think this is something that you could give to a really good role player yeah, who, have, could, yeah, who could make yeah. the game better. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, but if you don't, yeah, yeah it, it, it would be difficult to roleplay this, and also especially for an extended period of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so that was Walking in the Air. We had the Herald of Champions, and we had Zeus Machine Broke. Um, if you want to use any of those in your games, feel free to. Um, and let us know how it goes. If you want to support us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and, you know, tell your friends that we exist and your tell your games that your game masters that maybe they should listen and use some of our ideas in your games so that they 
that you can take advantage of them. I'm just saying there's something in it for you. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And we are produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives 4.0 international license, which means you are free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format. If you give it the appropriate credit, do not use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix, transform, or build upon it in any way without permission from us first. I've been Zancy Webber here with... Dom Gilfoyle. I also host an audio series called The Mistow Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality. Why are you doing that face? Oh, just doing a face. Wow, this show doesn't have face because it's audio only. Please <laughs> listen to it. Please rate, review, subscribe, uh, like the Facebook page, send me a message saying that I'm the new Kubrick and I'll be confused because he was a visual artist and I'm an audio artist. Um, thanks, bye. <laughs> And <laughs> I retain the rights to my original character, Telly Grimley. Uh, you can catch me on Dungeon Deep Dive every Wednesday, where we uh, do some research into different aspects of your fantasy worlds or do some character studies. And Zeus Machine Broke was brought to you by... I'm just swallowing right as you introduced me. And I, oh, no. Um, Brooke Riley, hello. Uh, if you are based in Brisbane, keep an eye out for the uh, Brooke and Friends open mic, hopefully coming to somewhere soon, one day. Somewhere soon, one, one day. day. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. uh, we will be back same time next week with more plot hooks for your game. Until then, keep playing games, everybody. Pip pip, cheerio. I love you. So, what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which continent? Which magic using class is like the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm? Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt Poison him? rules are the same for every player race. Does that mean they all have can the same character digestive have a pet? system? Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.